0: Washington Commanders linebacker John Bostick credits his father and a Hall of Fame legend for handing him the blueprint to sustain success in the National Football League. It has led him to a decade of NFL football, and now he is putting that knowledge to work, looking to help the athletes of the future. He's here to talk about it now on this episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team,
1: every day.
0: Welcome, McManners fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast from the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA9 Plus app on your Roku or your Amazon Fire Stick. And we thank you for making this your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison, credentialed member of the media, covering your Commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. You can find me there or here or on Twitter at DHarrison. 82. Like I said, in the cold open, Washington Commanders linebacker John Bostic is here today to help uh, kind of release the early information on a project that is a decade or so in the making for him personally. I'm going to let him speak to you about it. But first, we are going to talk about Commanders football, beginning with the newest acquisition into the franchise, offensive coordinator and assistant head coach, Eric Bieniemy, Joining us here on the Locked On Commanders podcast now, John Bostic, 10-year NFL linebacker second round pick from the 2013 NFL draft by the Chicago Bears Chicago Bears the last remaining linebacker from that class on an active roster at the beginning of the 2022 NFL season spent the last four years here in Washington uh with us and, and John we greatly appreciate you taking some time out to talk to us there's obviously a lot going on around the team uh right now both within the football operations and of course holistically looking at the overall structure of the organization. But then we need to start with what I think is the biggest storyline, maybe the most impactful storyline to what's going to happen on the field next season. Uh, and even though you're a defensive player, how do you think that the change from offensive coordinator, Scott Turner to offensive coordinator and assistant head coach, Eric B really could be,
1: Uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, obviously, uh, you know, I played against Andy Reid a bunch of my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know, you know what he's, you know, put out, you know, staff wise and uh, his coaching tree. Um, you know, his his coaching tree has had an, uh, a huge effect on, on football. It's like when you look at, you know, his background and, you know, the West Coast, you know, portion of it and, uh, you know, different coaches that have evolved, you know, from under him. Uh, there's been a lot of success around the league. And so, you know, obviously it's definitely going to be interesting to see how, you know, our offense takes that next step and they progress, you know, coming up this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned playing against the Andy Reid offense and Eric Bieniemy, his offense, Kansas City Chiefs, you guys played, in the preseason uh, prior to 2022's regular season. Is there anything that, you know, looking back on that game, I know it was a while ago now. There's been a lot of football since then. And even preseason, typically, I think what the 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 stereotype is what we see, like 10% of the offense uh, mm-hmm. typically in a lot of these games. There's not a whole lot of game playing. But is there anything that kind of stood out that you can look back on and say, you know what, like, we have the dudes that can do what they tried to
1: do in that game? Um, You know, see, see this is the thing. You know, a lot of people, they, they see an offense and it's like, well, we're just gonna bring the whole offense over. You know, yeah. we've got they've got pieces we don't have, we got pieces that they don't have. And so it's about playing to your your guy's strengths. And I think if you know he can come in and put his spin on it and, you know, we play to, you know, our guy's strength, we can have success, you know, because we do have some weapons. We have some guys um that, you know, can go. Um, you know, get guys that can make plays in space, we got guys that can, you know, take people. You know over the top we've got guys that you know are mismatched nightmares so uh to be able to make sure we're putting those guys in, in the right place and allowing them to go make their plays and we've got a guy that can get the ball to them uh, is all going to be important and you know obviously keeping the, you know the, the quarterback upright and, and running the football um you know it's, it's got to start up front that's i think that's where the main part about it is like you look at and you know, we're where we've had success you know throughout the the last couple of years you look at the last year Yeah, we went to the playoffs, you know, what we did well that year, we ran a ball and played good defense, you know? So vision as you know, the, the year gets, you know, later on, like the weather's not always great. You know, you really got, you know, one, you know, indoor game down in Dallas and outside of that, you're, you're playing in the conditions, you know? So it's like when you're playing in those conditions, you have to be able to run the football, you have to be able to, you know, protect the football um, and, and control the clock and play good defense. Um, because it's it's going to be certain games where you have to do that. You're not just going to be able to just line up and, you know, throw a ball all over the place. Um, it's just the where we're at in, in the Northeast, like, you know, we don't get the luxury, you know, weather that, you know, some some other states might get.
0: Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know all about that luxury weather, you know, play, playing for the Florida Gators. You're in Florida. I think you're in Florida right now, aren't you? Um Obviously, you've carved out a very impressive NFL career. So, so what you say? I mean, and we we all do that. I mean, we're guilty of it here too on Lockdown Commanders. Like, who's the Travis Kelsey? Who's the Isaiah Pacheco? Like, who's this guy? You know what I mean? So we're all we're all guilty. But I think uh, that the biggest thing you point out, and you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they lose Tyree Kill, and 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 a lot of ways have a better offense without Tyree Kill, which is uh, amazing in and of itself. So certainly, uh, obviously, some very very valid points there. You have had an, an impressive career. Uh, the staying power alone uh, to, to play in the NFL this long, when so many people. Uh, you know, unfortunately, can't make it that long, either from talent, sometimes work ethic, but also injuries uh, and health. When you think back to 2013, coming out of Florida, share with the viewers and listeners, because right now there's a lot of guys kind of going through that experience. What is it like for an NFL prospect as they're going through this process of being uh, honestly, maybe even over-evaluated, right? And taking that leap from college to the league?
1: Um, It's, it's definitely an interesting process, uh, you know, because regardless of where you get drafted, you still got to go in and make a team. Um, and you got to understand like during that time the, the league was a little bit different you know it wasn't as young as it is now um, you know so now like everybody's like very 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 young like in the lead, it's just the way the game has kind of you know moved and and, and, and gone um, but it's like when, when you go back and you look at that year um, you know it was, the process was a lot of much the same like when my dad came out you know in, in the 80s and you know and you know he played for the Detroit Lions you know back in the day and, and so to be able to you know, kind of get a lot of those things that he told me, you know, were going to happen. Like, hey, you know, the combine is usually how this works. And yeah, this is how that works. You know, I mean, going back even, you know, you know, I call him Coach Little, like, you know, he was my coach as well. But, you know, Larry Little is one of my mentors. And, you know, so being able to kind of, you know, receive, you know, guidance, you know, from from guys that have been there and done it. um, And, you know, this is somewhere, you know, I want to be able to you know, make a name in and, you know, be able to play here, you know, for a long time and, you know, take care of my family and everything. Uh, okay. There were a lot of things that I, I was able to take to it, but it, it's, it's definitely, you know, is a lot of people think it's, it's the hardest thing is making it to the NFL, but it's really actually, you know, staying in the NFL. That's, that's what it's really about um, okay. because every, every day they're trying to replace you every day, they're, they're, they're looking for somebody younger, cheaper, You know and and you know faster you know whatever that is um so to be able to you know take a lot of those things that i was you know you know gifted from you know whether it's uh um you know different points that that helped a lot of these you know uh veterans you know and throughout their career those things really would help me because like when i walked into my locker room when i walked into my you know my team meeting room um you know i had lance briggs i had james anderson you know i had dj williams i had Blake costanzo like um i had veterans that had been in the lead for a while that was able to show me the right way like they were like yeah. look listen like you know young buck like if this is something you want to do and you want to be here a long time this is how you're going to go about it you know on mondays when we get done this is what we do on tuesdays we do this you know wednesday when we start our work week we're we're progressing like this throughout the week you know sunday is is, is the test you know and, and it's like uh i came from a program you know, down at the University of Florida where they ran it like an NFL program. You know, you had Quinn that was down there as my defensive coordinator. You had Muschamp that was down there, you know, helping call the plays on defense, which was the head coach at the time. You had, you know, T-Rob, you had DJ Durkin and these guys um, that have coached at that level before and have played at that level before. So it's like, you know, when you've got guys that have, you know, even coached uh, Brian Young, you know I mean? You know, 49ers, that was our defensive line coach, you know, along with Dan like so we we understood what it was going to take for us to not only make it you know to the next level but to stay at this next level and play at a high level you know we weren't just running it like it was a you know college program and you know we're just going to graduate and be done with it you know it came in and they asked that question it was like you know like do you guys really want to make it to the next level and you know when they saw the raise of hands it was like okay this is simple we understand how to put this plan together and how you know to execute this plan you know going forward and that's why like when I got to the NFL like um I was able to have a lot of success I was able to stay in it as long as you know I have and you know to still be in it um it is a testament to all of that
0: much more with John coming up here on today's episode of Locked On Commanders and today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by Built Bar if you're looking for a delicious treat but you don't want all the fat and the calories and you've got to try a Built Bar with Built Healthy is actually tasty, and they're so delicious you're not even going to think that they're good for you. They're all covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro and peanut butter brownie, all while maintaining amazing macros. Only 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, while popping a whopping 17 grams of protein. For years, we've been telling you to get your Built Bars in the mail through Built.com, but now you can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and get yourself a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs in the pharmacy section of your local Walmart. Or you can get yourself a 13-bar box of brownie batter and churro in your local Sam's Club. Of course, you can still go online if you want to and find amazing flavors at Built.com. Like the gluten-free brownie batter puff or the all-new mint brownie puff that I just learned about before we went live here on this recording. Whatever your preference is, grab yourself a Built bar built different absolutely and you're you're taking that's why that's why we're here today um one of the big things that you've been working on and and you're taking that blueprint you're taking all that information and guidance that you've gotten and you're trying to pass that on to the next generation speaking of athletic uh, uh preparation holistically mentally and physically right? You've been working on something big. We're finally now to the point where you're ready, and, and we can release this to the public and talk about it openly. Openly, so tell us about Wellington Sports Academy uh, and within that, the Bostic Sports Performance
1: Gym. Um, you know, so it is it is uh, something I've been working on for for quite some time. You know, I've been you know very very quiet about it. Um, you know, on paper, you know, I've probably you know been working on just this whole piece of it that you know we're we're releasing uh, about two years, two and a half years, something like that. Um, you know, we were working on this through COVID and, you know, all this stuff. So, uh, I mean, even there's during season, you know, we finish, you know, meetings on Monday, you know, on zoom or whatever it is. And, you know, then I jump on another zoom call, you know, with, you know, my lawyers and, you know, we're going through stuff and, uh you know other people that needed to you know get involved to be able to make something like this happen but you know it's a it's a special you know project that you know i've been putting together for quite some time like i said it's been two two and a half years on on paper but like the whole plan like itself is you know really been about nine and a half getting ready to go on ten years that i've been putting it together you know really it was just about finding the right location you know for something like this um and you know we were able to find the perfect location down in south florida you know we're in the heart of everything um you know, this will be you know, the biggest training facility in uh, the state of Florida and one of the biggest in the country. Um, you know, so we're, we're excited to you know be able to announce that um, and just, you know, all the different pieces of it. You know, so, yeah, it is going to it's going to be a sports academy. It's going to be something um, that, you know, we've blended a couple different models together. So this model will be the first of its kind in the country and how we built it. Um, you know, and that's, I think that's, what's going to make it, you know, truly special and what's really going to take it over the top or, you know, the people that we're going to have in the building that are going to be working, you know, with these kids and, um, you know, parents and, you know, professional athletes, they're going to be coming through there. Um, yeah. because it's a state of the art facility, it's a $38 million facility. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, you know, it's gonna, you know, we're gonna host a lot of tournaments and stuff that are down there. We've got, you know, seven full indoor basketball courts. We got thirteen full indoor volleyball courts. Uh, you know, there's a, um, a membership-based gym in there. That's about fifteen thousand square feet. I mean, you have got a whole performance-based gym in there that are you know is going to power all the different academies and um, you know travel clubs that are that are running out of that uh, facility. Um, you know, we got an orthopedic and you know slash physical therapy office that's going to be in there. There's a chiropractic office, a cheerleading gym, full cafe um you know and then it's like you look at outside there's a full baseball and full softball field and a full multi-purpose field all those fields are turf um you know so it's it's going to be able to do a lot for these kids down you know in the south florida area um because you know uh there's going to be a place for them to go and they're going to be able to have all the resources that they can only dream of they're going to be able to have the coaching that they can dream of but also the guidance that's going to come along with this like the people that these kids are going to see inside the building these are people that have been there and still doing it or mm. they've been there and done it. So they, you know, we understand what it's going to take, you know, for these kids to be able to get to where they, they dream of. Like we have the blueprint we're here, you know, or we've been there. Yeah. So now it's like being able to take that blueprint and passing it down to the next generation, um, and allowing more of these kids to get to, get to college. Um, because especially I'll say in this area, there should be so many more that are making it out and, and, uh, you know, getting to the next level but you know sometimes they may slip through a crack just because hey um maybe wasn't you know in the right scheme schematically like for for me or certain schools that you know I was may have been interested in um maybe I wasn't up to that caliber you know where I needed to be at that point in my career you know or, you know because I just didn't get the the foundation that I needed you know in in elementary and middle school so when I got to high school I was a little bit behind I was trying to play catch up you know, and then sometimes it ends up being too late, you know, so to be able to grab these kids from the time they're four or five years old and have them, you know, in the same, uh, you know, program with the same coaches, you know, running the, the same scheme, you know, all the way, you know, throughout is only going to help these kids grow and develop. And it's going to help put more of these kids, you know, into college, because that's what the whole goal is. And it's like how I kind of put this whole thing together and really kind of thought about it. It's like, you know, a lot of you know, just professional athletes in general, you know, they have their, you know, camps in their local hometowns and they get back to the kids, which is all great. You know, I I love those types because, you know, I love doing that with kids. Um, but the reason I've never done one, you know, cause I wanted to put something like this that was together was because I have a camp, you know, it's, I'm affecting that kid's life, you know, for one day out of 365 days in a year. Mm -hmm. Like what about the other 364 days? Like i saying in, those kids don't matter on those days or or what. And so that's yeah. where this whole process came in. It was like, how can I be a part of these kids' lives for 365 days out the year? How can I affect these these kids' lives and affect these kids for generations, you know, going forward? You know, because the same lessons that they're being taught in here, the same guidance that they're receiving inside this building is going to be the same things that they're going to be teaching to, you know, their teammates in college, the same thing they're going to be teaching, you know, to their kids when they eventually have kids. So this is something that It's going to go on, you know, for generations and being able to touch kids for generations that, you know, we may never even meet. So uh, I I think that's what really makes this whole thing really special is because we're going to be able to touch so many kids from so many different walks of life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's an impressive undertaking. I mean, you mentioned thirty eight million dollars. Uh, facility and, and the intent, right, is, is in my previous career, we call it cradle to the grave and the grave is not your dying the grave is like, you're graduating to the next level. But I mean, you talk about just training, like if you need physical training, you are working out, it's their skill, uh, skill development is there nutrition resources. Are there the holistic working on the brain, working on the mind and the mentality, and you kind of talked about it, you're not just developing players, you're developing leaders, 17.2 acres uh, of land in, in Wellington, Florida. I mean, it it's certainly, uh, sounds impressive. You have shared some of the mock-ups with me. It looks absolutely impressive. And and I think it's a great undertaking. You talk about some of the inspiration, uh, behind it. And and I think that those inspirations are are well-placed, but you also mentioned some of the people that are involved in this, uh, with you. Can you, can you share some of those, some of those other people? Cause I think when, when you first shared this with me, John, like you, you know, obviously I'm thinking, okay, this is a football training facility. And you're like, no, there's gonna be more sports. We'll go. Okay. Baseball basketball, then you go into softball and cheerleading is really kind of like, okay, so you like genuinely are trying to reach out to the athlete, not the football player, not the basketball player, you're looking to reach out to the athlete, if you're an athlete, uh, this is this is who this is for. So who are some of those other athletes that are involved in this project? with you?
1: So, you know, it is definitely uh, uh, as as we go, there's going to be, you know, a much, there's gonna be a lot of names that we're gonna announce like, a, as we're going and you know, throughout it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's you said it's going to be a huge facility it's not something i'm going to be able to you know uh, you know just do by myself and i think there's a lot of guys that and, and girls as well that want to still be around their respective sport you know we, right. we've got some girls that are still you know playing professionally in their respective sport and they're going to be coming you know to the table to make this special they're going to be actually not you know just coming and running clinics but you know they're going to be you know running our different academies, you know, from, you know, their different sports, they're going to be coaching our national teams. They're going to be going all over the country and playing, um, you know, because they, they still want to be around it, um, you know, and, and it's, it's fun and it allows them to be able to get back to the next generation as well. Um, but it's like, it's, it's more than just uh, a, a, you know, as much as, you know, a lot of people probably think is, you know, it's just going to be just a football training center center because I play, you know, football, but it's, that's, right far from the truth as, as it can be. Um, you know, we 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 understand um at this facility, um not every kid coming in there is going to be, you know, professional athlete or maybe a division one athlete. So mm-hmm. being when we start talking about the guidance aspect of helping more of these kids get to college and, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know, and helping them understand there's different levels that we can play. Hey, you might not be a division athlete, division one athlete, but you can play division two ball. You can play division three you know, or, Hey, you might be a division two football player, but you know, Hey, you're, you're a ninth grader, maybe 10th grader, whatever it is. But if we move you over to the baseball diamond, you might be, a, you know, a power five guy might be totally different. Yeah. It's kind of the approach that we're taking, you know, with a lot of these kids that, like, cause we want, we want more of these kids to, to start looking at different options because from a lot of the, the, like you look at basketball players, especially down here in the South Florida area. We got some great basketball players. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but some of the basketball players that we have in the area are only 63 mm-hmm. you know, there's not really too many six, two, six, three, you know, guys, you know, coming out of, you know, this area or just in general, because basketball players tend to, to be longer, they tend to be taller. Um, right. and you know, if you're playing the four or the five, uh, you know, at your school, like at six, two, six, three, really, realistically you need to be a guard and, and so getting with these kids and helping these kids understand, like, this is how this process really works is, is truly, you know, important. I mean, um, you know, as, as we go, like I said, you know, we're going to announce more of the the girls names, um, that are going to be coming to the table. We're going to announce, you know, some of the guys that are going to be coming in and, you know, with our, our golf academy that's going to be coming there. I think that's going to be a, a special person, um, as well. We've had a conversation, you know, probably with last year and a half, we've talked, you know, multiple times. Um, you know, they, they, they definitely want to do something like this because the kids need it. The kids yeah. need all of this stuff, you know. Um, you know, the guys that, you know, I can say, you know, that I've, you know, obviously been going through this process, you know, with right now. Um, you know, like Devin Travis, Devin Travis is a, is a, Guy that's going to be, you know, heading our our baseball academy. Um, and you know, Devin and I, you know, played baseball and basketball in middle school and high school together. Um, so we're, you know, it's one of my best friends. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, we went to the same high school, graduated the same year. He unfortunately went to Florida State. Um, you know, <laughs> made made a made a tough decision to you know, go up there. Hey,
0: kudos to you that you still your best friend though, right? I mean, I think that that's that's stand up, that's stand up of you, I think.
1: Yeah, and then uh, you know Patrick O'Donnell is going to be huge in this as well. Um, You know he's the punter for the Green Bay Packers. Um, You know Pat and I, you know, went to high school, played together in high school. Um, You know, funny story. Uh, Before Pat took over the punting job, Pat used to play linebacker. All right, I was still playing in the secondary, and I was the punter.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, didn't
1: didn't last long, but you know I, I don't know why they decided to put me back there. It was a yeah. kick uh, after practice one time and a coach decided on me and I'm like, I didn't even try out for this, but you know, it, it, uh, we ended up moving Pat back there and you know, the rest was history and you know, yeah. Pat finished up year nine. We actually, so I got drafted 2013 to Chicago and, uh, it's crazy. Cause I told Pat like before, Pat, Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. This this and that. And I was like, look, like being in Chicago, like we need big, strong leg kickers. I was like, don't be surprised. Like if we draft you, he's not kickers and punters really don't get drafted. Okay. Pat. And I was like, you know, what do I know? Next thing you know, 2014, Pat ends up getting drafted to Chicago. So, you know, we played together there, you know, played together in high school. Would have loved to play together in college as well. But, you know, these are, you know, guys that are, you know, live in the community that are going to be huge, you know, with this project as well. You know, one of my best friends as well that I played college ball with, he played in the NFL, you know, with Jacksonville, played in Washington for a little bit. Josh Evans, you know, he's coming. He's going to be doing some things. uh you know from behind the scenes uh strategically to to keep this whole thing running like i said just as we keep going we're going to keep you know releasing those names you know for especially i, th- I think everybody's going to really be excited when they especially the the women's side of the sports they're going to be mm-hmm. really excited to see some of these women that are coming to the table to to really make this project you know very special um, because they they want to get back to you know the next generation just as much as we do. So what's the next step
0: for Washington
1: Commanders linebacker John Bostic and the Wellington Academy? We let him tell you himself.
0: Coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, really, you know, again, this is a project long in in the development on paper and and the mental side of it and building it and everything, but still almost kind of like a new beginning. uh, Still very, very much in the infancy of it as well. When are you looking to break ground? on the Wellington Sports Academy? And when do you hope to have kind of the
1: first batch of athletes in there to get uh, get some good holistic training? In? Um, so we'll have a uh, uh, we've already started architectural plans. Um, we're going to break ground late July, maybe a little bit earlier. Uh, it'll be right before we go to training camp, um, you know, because I know a lot of the guys that, you know, uh, you know, are still playing. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of that sweet spot in between, you know, getting some of the the softball girls and stuff that are that will be involved. Uh, getting them down because this will be right before they take off. Um, and then, you know, we may have to move into a little bit early in July, but it will be sometime in July that we we break ground. Uh, but uh, this will be up August 1st, 2024. Um, you know, we're pushing to get it open a little bit earlier. Um, okay. But, you know, we'll, we'll be starting there. Like we're starting with, um, you know, 12 different, you know, sports right off the back, um you know, which is going to be huge. And we plan to grow that number a little bit. Um, but, you know, we'll have different, obviously different age groups, you know, for every, you know, you know, club that we're going to be having under there. And then, um, you know, our, our, our baseball academy, you know, a true, it'll be a true academy, you know, where these kids are coming in, you know, they'll be enrolled in Florida virtual school. Um, they'll, you know, or they'll take the homeschool route. We'll eventually grow to where we'll actually have the school actually in-house, um, you know, kids, which is going to be huge, um, because, uh. The people that we're going to have in like this is this is going to allow them to put their best foot forward. You know, when they're when you're talking about, you know, coming in, you know, for, you know, five, six hours a day and being treated like collegiate professional athlete, you know, from you know ninth grade. Um, it's going to really you, they're going to see how many more hours they're going to be able to put in towards their respective sport. That's going to allow them to be a step ahead of everybody else in their class. And that's like I said, the the most important part about this is getting more of these kids to college. We have to absolutely
0: absolutely so now i mean developing athletes it's like the bottom floor of this thing right that's like the bottom floor of this project beyond that developing leaders and more importantly developing successful human beings you've been successful your father an nfl hall of famer a coach also handed you that blueprint now you're passing that on and i applaud you for it washington commander's linebacker john bostic founder of wellington sports academy soon to be the largest largest athletic training facility in Florida one of the largest in the country and perhaps the most well-rounded most holistic training facility uh for any young athlete in the country uh John congratulations on on getting to this point of this project as well I'm, I'm super excited for you uh and of course we look forward to helping you along the process as we can get the word out and, and spread that word but also supporting you uh, in your ventures as well appreciate you thank you a big shout out once again to Washington commanders linebacker John Bosack, not just for joining the show but for taking this venture on and uh trying to build something that's going to impact generations and generations of future athletes uh as they come through the wellington sports Academy. can't wait to see that project get off the ground from in a, in a physical aspect already well off the ground but from a physical brick and mortar aspect can't wait to see the developments of that uh and we can't wait to see what's going to happen on Monday starting Monday legal tampering begins in the National Football League we will be here we'll have a cover we will have a we will have a mock draft Monday episode Dropping Monday morning for you, and then we'll be with you all through the madness that is about to ensue. We hope that you come back and join us here for that, just like you did today. Thanks again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast first listen or your first watch of the day. If you want to get more prepared for the upcoming NFL Draft, make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Damian Parson and Keith Sanchez provide in-depth coverage of the biggest NFL Draft prospects with deep dives into the sleepers and hidden gems that can change your favorite NFL franchise. Find Locked On NFL Draft wherever you podcast and on YouTube. Part of Locked On Podcast. Network your team every day. If you wanted to get in on the conversation, drop a comment, uh, drop a topic idea, drop a question, whatever you want. Hit them, hit them, drop them in the uh, comments here on YouTube or hit me up in the DMs on Twitter at LO Commanders or at T Harrison82. Signing off for today, I'm David Harrison, staff writer for Commander Country of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Find me there here or again on Twitter. At D Harrison 82. Until we speak again, if you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and we'll see you next time right here for the next episode of Locked On Commanders.